All right, traders, there's a stock that has insane potential to short squeeze, and you're getting the information, the DD, before it happens. So I'm gonna tell you the stock I'm looking at, how much money I have in it now, how much money I'm gonna put into it when it starts moving, and why we think it's an opportunity. Let's get into it, though. It's OPAD, O-P-A-D, and we're gonna be talking about the company in general, the numbers behind the short squeeze, the stock chart, and how exactly I'm gonna be playing this setup in the next couple weeks. So currently, full disclaimer, I am in about 2,000 shares, got in uh, the last couple weeks as it's been dropping, and I'm gonna develop my full position on the breakout. But here's what's happening. This is something I've been researching and trying to look into because it's very interesting. There's so much potential in what's called a DSPAC. And this is where the SPAC goes live, goes tradable under its ticker, and the redemption can happen. And the redemption was 91% for OPAD, which leaves for a possible short squeeze that can be dramatic. If you've seen IronNet, that stock went up hundreds of percentages, thousands with the options, just because of the redemption rate being this high. And this one's been very similar and hasn't squeezed as much as IronNet yet. We're going to talk about why it could and what we're so excited about. But first, please look at this chart. Please listen to what I'm saying because I don't want you guys losing money. I've been trading the stock market for a long time and I just learned about EMA clouds and they're saving me so much money right now. So please, don't play something that is downtrending. We have a red cloud and a yellow cloud. As you see, we want a green and a blue cloud before we play anything. So where I'm looking to take my full position on this stock is over the yellow cloud when we have a green cloud form. So you can see this right here. That was the perfect scenario from 9 bucks to 19 um, 21 at the highs, 120% return. This is only possible if you waited and were patient. So any single thing you're looking at in the stock market, a trade, an investment, a short squeeze, don't bag hold the downtrend. You want to take this thing when it starts making the next uptrend. It's very obvious. The chart shows it. This is the Ripster EMA clouds. You can add them on your computer for free. I'm not charging you because I don't own it. But this is right here. My prediction, we're going to go over the yellow cloud, form a green cloud next week at 12 bucks next week or the week after. So don't jump in. Don't buy this just for whatever reason. Wait, wait for confirmation like anything in the stock market. So now let's get into the fun research, but please don't throw your money away, guys. Don't be buying things falling like this over days and weeks and months. Just wait for the green clouds, wait for the blue clouds. That's how we make money in the markets. But again, I'm developing my position just to watch it, but I'm going to be buying a large, large position on the breakout. This is why. Here's the research. $400 million was in a trust. That's what happens with SPACs. Before they go on the market, switch ticker names, the money goes in escrow and saved in a trust. Um, $284 million was raised for this new company, which 250 was through the pipe. And that's basically money that is the safety net to make sure it goes SPAC, goes to de-SPAC and goes live on the market. So this company stays interested. They need to raise a certain amount of money to go make this deal happen. And that's what the pipe allows for. So everything above the pipe, 250 million to that 400 million is what can be redeemed by investors if they don't want to get into the stock and they don't want their SPAC 
So the only thing that was redeemed was about $34 million. So that's the difference between 250 and what was actually raised. This means we have 3.4 million shares right now on the market, theoretically. So I'm not an expert. I'm studying this stuff so I can get better, and I'm telling you guys what I'm learning so you can get better. This is something I really think is cool, these D-SPACs, and they're very volatile, very dangerous, but they're very cool to look at. So let's move on. Here's the 91% redemption rate in what it does. We have a $10 SPAC. This SPAC was trading under $10 at the time it went public, so switched over and de-SPAC'd. What that allowed for was everybody to say, hey, I'm going to redeem my $10 and get get it back. I want my money. I don't want the shares. And this is what people do when they want to play the arbitrage. Because if it's at $9, the SPAC, you redeem it for $10. You made a dollar without doing anything. Then you can go buy back that $9 share yourself. So when you redeem it, you take the shares out of the share count and you get cash instead of keeping the shares. So 91% of the holders redeemed it. So which means 91% of 400 million is about 3.6 million in shares. So that's the number we see possibly being traded on the market. I'm not an expert. Again, this is something I am 80% confident with. But if it's true, the squeeze is going to be real because look at this number right here. Another number that is could go either way. It could be double this. It could be half of this. But there's a number out there saying 3.72 million shares shorted, which 3.4 million is out there. That leaves a, leaves a short interest of 109%. The volume on this SPAC has been under a million dollars a day. Um, this week volume in general... We've traded, looks like, 7 million shares. So it's going to take three to four days for the shorts to cover. This could be a longer short squeeze as the volume kind of dies off on this. So I'm very interested in this squeeze because of that number and the amount of shares available. And I'm also going to mix this with the actual company. So let's move on to that. But please text this number if you want the Monday morning watch list on what I'm trading inside my trading group. But if you just want to trade with me, hit the link below seven days for free. We got indicators. We got text alerts. We got two live streams a day. What are you waiting for? But if you don't want it again, free watch list just straight to your cell phone with that number. Please check it out. But this is the other worry for me. So the thing I'm very nervous about is shares diluting the shareholders, as well as shares coming onto the market, allowing the shorts to cover. Because if more shares come on, a short squeeze doesn't happen as easily. So here's the the background on the shares that could come out. So you know the dates and you know the scenarios. Uh, the SPAC went live September 1st, September 2nd. The vote happened August 31st. So that was when they said yes or no. And most people said yes, it passed came on the market the next couple days as OPAD, but nobody was interested in holding the stock. So the 91% redemption rate was kind of funny after everyone voted to get that on the, the market. But this is the lockup period. So more shares come on through lockup and this happens with any stock. There's IPOs that have lockup, there's SPACs that have lockup, and that's the only way that the insiders sell and smart money can finally dump their shares to you. So let's talk about the two scenarios. We have the SPNV shares. Those can be unlocked if 
We trade 20 days within a 30-day period above $12.50. Um, currently, we've only traded like three or four days above $12.50. Um, in the last 30 days, it's like five or seven. So we need about 15 more days in the next 30 days or so for this to have those 33% unlocked. Um, there's about 20 million shares that could come unlocked, but 33% of that will if it happens to be above 1250 for 20 days in a 30-day period. So it's only 6 million shares. It's not that much. We do have the company's shares down here. They need $15. They need to be above $15. And then they will unlock, I think, 50% of those shares. So that is for what the company has. I think they only have $5 million, So half of that is $2.5 million. It's still not a lot. But for this stock to go above 15, it'd be awesome because that's a 50% increase from here. So that's a 20-day period again, 30-day rolling period. We need that to happen in, and 15 bucks is the limit. So those are two scenarios where lockup happens. Um, the other thing is the pipe shares. Um, those shares are not restricted, so they can be selling those pretty quickly apparently. And if we go to the actual number. Um, the pipe shares are about 20 million. So those can come on the market. I don't see anything saying um, yeah, it says no lockup restricting them from selling their shares. So those could come on the market. I don't know when they're going to come. I don't know if they're involved with the redemption rate, but those aren't restricted. So be careful of the pipe shares. I do want to watch that share count number and make sure it's not getting way too large. But even with 20 million shares coming on the market, we still have a short interest of about 30-40%. So the shorts do have to cover, and even though shares could come on, these aren't a lot of shares um, to really dilute massively. And that's not something I'm totally worried about. But again, when we take things off EMA clouds at the right opportunities, we avoid that scenario where shares get dumped and ruin a good setup. Um, good setups with momentum get the shorts to come in and squeeze. So we just want the momentum in there. So these, this is just a momentum indicator. Um, it will help us time this correctly. So let's talk about the company because if you're going to buy something that's truly speculative, speculative, you want to make sure it's a decent company. You want to make sure you're not dumping it into something like TMC, which was another de-SPAC situation. TMC is down 20% today. It makes zero revenue. It has, I think, 10 employees. And everyone on Wall Street Bets is looking to buy that one. IronNet is still up 150% from the initial $10 level. And OPAD is still at $10. So right now, picking the right thing really matters. You want to make sure the company has actually a good valuation and a, a good long-term potential. So here's the opportunity for OPAD. Everybody's going digital. Everyone's going online. We do have digital penetrations in many markets, car buying, insurance buying, groceries, prescriptions, restaurants, everything. Real estate has not been truly penetrated digitally. I know that sounds weird, but there's not many ways to sell your house easily that the masses use. Um, currently, Uber Eats is everywhere. Anybody can order from their house and boom, you get food. 
Not everyone knows that you can just click a button and sell your house to somebody. So this is a massive opportunity, 1.9 trillion, which just trumps most of these. You know, insurance buying is another one. I love Lemonade, one of my top companies long-term. But all of these together are still a fraction of the real estate market. So OPAD, what they do, selling and buying. In 24 hours, you can have cash for your house, no showings, no open houses, pick your closing date, and then free local move apparently. And what they do is they flip your house very quickly. They don't, they don't want to hold it for long. Sometimes they even renovate it. Self-tours, uh, we have bundle and save, closing costs. So they're avoiding that whole 6% buyer-seller thing. So that helps you save money and it also helps this company have an advantage over a highly fragmented um, market, the housing market. So there's a lot they do. They can get into a lot of other stuff, including titles, mortgages, moving services. They also have over here smart homes, insurances. These things are coming in the future, home warranties, energy efficiency. This is called cross-selling and it's an excellent thing to do and it's an excellent thing to see in the plans. I love to see something in the future um, be able to add to their revenue. So ways for them to boost the top line without doing much. As you can see here, we do have the renovations happening. So they'll buy a house and they'll renovate it. And that's a huge way to profit. So what they do is the the numbers here, the average days and renovation, 16.4, and the average renovation days and money spent. So um, looks like one one week or one day with 16.4 money spent, so 16.4K. Um, the average is about 15K, it looks like. But they're getting better and better at flipping these houses faster, and they're doing more of them. So that just really helps this catapult, this, this project future, uh, catapult it further and faster. But they also have the market that they haven't really penetrated. So they're getting into more cities they're getting into more places and they're doing more things with the company in terms of the cross-selling I was showing here. So as they add more and more, it's really going to boost that top line faster, um, lead to that hockey stick growth. But we're in a thousand cities and towns now, 17 markets, 16,000 renovations to date, 1.7 billion in revenue estimated 2021. That's important. And we're going to talk about how that valuation leads this company to be an excellent discount right now um 90 satisfaction 81 net score 9 out of 10 that's just good to know people like it <laughs> uh, if you want the free books free courses head to the link below guys we just dropped the new book last week totally free hopefully you guys grabbed it it's bulletproof setups reloaded 19 setups and these ones are like next level these are higher more experienced setups and i'm really pumped we finally got that book out so check it out links below and we got free stuff there too below if you want that but you can see um total markets are growing 5 8 to 21 um these are going to be in, in the 40s i believe in the future homes acquired um that's growing we had a down near last year but um we are back at all-time highs in that homes sold again all-time highs revenue all-time highs 1.8 to 1.7 so this is significantly growing and the fact that they have the money and the $300 million from the bank and mezzanine capital, um, this is all going to help boost this company. We also have more numbers on revenue and profit margins. You can see revenue here per quarter is 
hitting all-time highs. So we're slowly growing each quarter here. Um, it's been kind of choppy the last year, but it's getting better. Uh, we do see the future looking very bright because we're in 21 markets at end of year, 48 in the future, so 27 possible new markets in the next, I think this is five years or so. So it could double the markets, possibly double the revenue, which is exciting. It is less than 1% of the market share, which is exciting. They're looking for just 4%. And the revenue could go from 1.7 to $23 billion, which is crazy, which makes this company an awesome long-term opportunity. Uh, we do have more numbers here on the SPAC and the pipe. Kind of everything I was saying. We have the funding here. The price was $10, 300 million shares were put out on there, and the enterprise value is about $2.4 billion. So right now the company is valued at $2.4 billion, and that's super important. If we have a 2022 pricing, if we go make $2.4 billion next year, that's a one-to-one enterprise to revenue value. We have 2023, $3.9 billion. That would be a 0.6 enterprise value, which is very cheap. We don't find that in the IPO world very often. And here's why. If we compare it to other companies in the iBuying sector, they call it, you have vehicles getting a 3.5 enterprise value. And that's Vroom and Carvana, which have gross margins of 7 to 16%. So that's right around where we are at 10%. We do have Open Door, Zillow, Redfin having higher margins. Um, they also have more services. I don't know if that's taken into account, but Open Door has pretty much the same as OfferPad. They're the same exact company in my mind. Um, the valuation is the difference. So we see 3.9 enterprise value. 1.3 here, which means we have an upside of three or 200% in the stock. So we could see the stock being at 30 bucks because of that. And if we grow revenue accordingly, I think it's going to be there by the next couple years regardless. So even as a long-term stockhold, I love this company. And just from a short squeeze technical analysis standpoint, I'm very excited to see where this can go. But let's just finish up the slideshow. And just talk about the other things we like about this company. Kind of build the moat. We do have data collection being key. This is my number one thing for looking at these online, make your life easier companies. If they can collect data, they can be more efficient. They can save money and they can maximize growth and revenue. And it's all because of data. Big data is going to be the future. It's going to be like the money in the, the value of your company. 500 data points per home. That's crazy. From 14 sources. So that is huge. It allows them to buy a house and know with certainty if they're going to flip it and make money or if they can make 10, 30%. Every data point is more helpful and 500 plus is insane. So the more houses they do, the smarter their system gets, etc. So I like that. That's my number one thing I'm looking at for these online companies. Yeah, we called the Triple Q sell-off weeks ago. That's an old slide. That's all I got, guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. That's the stock I'm looking at. Looking to buy it when we have those EMA Cloud Crosses, and it's got a high short interest. It has a great company 
long-term idea. It has a great moat. So check it out if you're interested, but please do your own diligence. That's all I got. If you want to see our top three picks from the video from last week, check it out in the video to the right of me. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.